This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is January 23rd, 2019, and we're doing something a little different. We're getting away from sports, and we're talking about Trigger Warner with Killer Mike. Before we get to that, we're going to do a little house cleaning. We haven't talked about the last two rounds of the playoffs. I got Calhoun. What's up, Calhoun? What's going on, my boy? Chilling. Um, we haven't done the last two rounds of the playoffs just because, really no reason, just I'm a lazy fuck. But, um... <laughs> Well, the other round wasn't as interesting, but I think we should. And we probably still will recap the championship round. We're going to recap the championship round, and we're going to try to find a way to tie it into Atlanta, like kind of recap and a welcome to Atlanta. Hey, don't stay here too long type thing. But um, we, we definitely will recap. We'll recap. We'll have a podcast in the next week or so for the Super Bowl, before the Super Bowl recap. So that's it. Um. Like I said, this podcast is something different. We've been doing sports for so long, we and we haven't done. I think the only TV show, or only media show we've actually done is the Boondocks. So, with that being said, this is something we're gonna do for trigger warning. We're gonna do for every trigger warning. I think it sits up from right for each one. We're gonna do a podcast. So it's not a, it's not the. A critique of the sh- of the show. We're just gonna talk about it in general, kind of talk about bigger issues that it talked about, and go from there. Is that cool? Let's do it. I didn't know we did the Boondocks. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was a while ago. We did the Boondocks a long time ago. Um, we only did. Cause remember, we did it when it first came back. We did like the first three episodes, and then it was like it wasn't even good enough to do or whatever. So we started out with it. We couldn't finish it because the show, the third season, was that bad. So. But we don't have that problem with this show. So let's start off. I'm going to drop a bomb right now. I think it's the most important black. Sh- sh- I think it's the most important show in the history of media for black Americans. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I think I've only seen one episode. Okay, well, hold your horses there, big fella. <laughs> um, it's going to level off, even though it's going to continue a thing. But it's going to level off. The most important black show, I wouldn't go that far. So because that's a that's a dialogue you have to have. Because let's not forget about your boy Bill Cosby. Well, I don't think Bill Cosby. Would, I, so we've talked about this offline. I think the Fresh Prince is more important than than Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby may have more cultural significance, like to America. Now, for different reasons, right? But I think the one that's most important for Black Americans was Fresh Prince. Because the Fresh Prince talked about more every. Their sitcom focused more on black struggles, whereas Cosby was more on black success. If you so the thing about the thing about Bill Cosby is you have to think about both. You have to encompass both of his shows. So it, if you do all three of his shows, so you think about the Saturday Morning Cartoon with Fat Albert and the lessons you learned there as a kid. Think about Cosby, who was the after you know after you walk this walk and go on this road. This is how we could live, but then in between there is a different world, which is very power, powerful and pivotal. Pivotal, especially in our community, and a different world tackled everything, and it came from a from a young black perspective, and it made it cool to be in college. So, 
you know, to encompass Bill Cosby is all of them. And if you do that. But you're talking about encompassing. We're just talking about a just single. One show? Yeah, it's just one show. I don't, I don't know. But I say this uh, Trigger One is a necessity. And it's in the, it's definitely in the <laughs> conversation. So, I, I, I mean, I had to drop that bombshell. <clears throat> Let's talk about Killer Mike before we get to the episode and kind of the bigger themes. Of what is Killer Mike right now? What do you mean right now? We're going to talk about Mr. Talent because I'm always one of the Killer Mike fame. I mean, I was one of the few. I don't, I don't know if any of us in our circle did, but I bought his, that Monster CD. I bought it too. When it dropped. Oh, that 0304 somewhere in there? Ooh. I had a Capri, so yeah. I, had, I bought it when it dropped too. Yeah, I bought when it dropped, and then we had the mix, his mixtape, um, the the scene when he had the one twelve remix on it. Yeah, not the hell to the grind. Um, I know uh, what you're talking about. I forgot the name of it, but yeah. that motherfucker rolled hard as hell. So he's always been one of my favorite, and he used to always say, "I'm not gonna dumb down because I'm from Adamsville because I went to Morehouse, but I'm not gonna act like I'm uh, high and mighty because I am from Adamsville." So I always like where he how he tiptoed that line and he never hid his intelligence but he also stayed true to the streets and to who he was so I always appreciate that about Big Mike so I think him and T.I. I think that they are becoming something bigger than themselves T.I. not to the same extent but you know they're growing up and it, it's more egregious when you look at cats like 2 Chainz, Young Jeezy them cats who are in the same generation still talking stupid stuff because you see these guys who are more community based looking for a way to help the community and I think Killer Mike I, the, the, I think he could be more than any of them I think he could have a career in politics I think he can only go so far because of like the name and you know just how America plays it but I think his ceiling is higher than anybody else's and I think that this show I think he's the only one who could have pulled off this show Without a doubt. I think him and T.I. have something in common that they're both very intelligent and they are growing. I think Killer Mike is another level, especially politically. And well, he's Goku on T.I.'s Vegeta, right? Well, you know, I hate that because Vegeta's my guy. Yeah. So that And that's exactly what he is. So even though we are Lupe Fiascos or your dead <laughs> friends, they don't have what he has to get as far as he can go. He, has, he, he doesn't have a ceiling really. I don't know if it'll be the present, but he literally, what he does is something that I even I aspire to do in being pro-black, but not shunning other races and not shunning other cultures. So he welcomes other culture, but let it be known, this is what I'm about. Which but, that, that ties into the show. So let's go on and talk to the show real quick. So first episode, first episode, that's all we're talking about on this one. And it's about. 36 hours buying black. I'm 36, I mean, no, 72 hours. I'm sorry. My math was off. 72 hours of just black, supporting black businesses. So let's first start off. His show starts off with a, with a quote from whomever it is. Right? Yeah. That's the beauty of them. All of them have that, too. That's the beauty of it. So he gets you set on to where you're going. He gives you the dialogue before you even get started. And he letting you know where you're about to, where you're about to go with it. And so now going back to what you said, the first show is about 72 hours of him buying black. Now. So, again, part of this is romanticized and 
you know, kind of overblown, but I think his points are very valid in it. So it starts out with basically saying, and we talk about this all the time, in the 70s, you had no choice but to buy black. Because or in older times, I ain't gonna say the seventies. In previous generations, you had no choice but to buy black because that's one of the things segregation gave you. Like they would allow X number of doctors just because they didn't want to have white doctors in black neighborhoods. So you would have a a small, 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 small percentage of professionals and business owners and all that just because they didn't want intermixing, interbreeding, intercommunication. So you always say that was one of the benefits of segregation. Then we are there. Segregation killed the community. So it gave us, and we've mentioned it even on the podcast, we had a discussion about segregation. Uh, it was essential in giving us civil rights, but it totally destroyed. And I think that's why they segregated us. Uh, the reason why they segregated us is because America doesn't do anything unless it sees the benefit for America. You mean desegregated? Desegregated, excuse me. Yeah. America desegregated us when they saw the benefit of desegregating us. Otherwise, we would have still been segregated. But it saw that it need America only works in the best interest of America. It doesn't work in the best interest of the people. And at the time, and even now, even now you totally see it, America works within, it was best for America to desegregate. Because could you imagine the money that black people, if it just stay in their community? One of the, one of the things that he pointed out in his documentary was the longevity that the dollar holds in, in, the, in other communities. So Asian communities are 28 days. White communities are 23 days. Blacks were six hours. Jewish community was what, 23, 21, somewhere now? Jewish was slightly ahead of whites. White were third or whatever. But they all, all of them was in the 20s, except for blacks. Blacks were six hours. And that's, and that's <clears throat> we know it, but that's so alarming and so detrimental and so dangerous. There's no way you can build a community if you, if, if you have no financial structure. And that's what he showed. Our community has none, absolutely no financial structure. There's so I, nothing coming back. We're investing in our community. So I think that one of the things is, this is the part I disagree, I ain't going to say disagree with on the show. This is the TV production value part of the show. How deep is deep? And we talked about this. Is it manufacturing? Because if it's manufacturing, then I think outside of Asians, everybody had the same problem. It just is worse in the black community. But if you're talking about like what's support, what what's the lowest of the low when you're talking about supporting black business? Because like he went to different places and he went to he went to We Buy Black right and that website and they sell a lot of stuff. So like in We Buy Black they sell toothbrushes. Now is that considered buying black if the toothbrushes the plastic doesn't come from a black or the bristles don't come from a black thing? I think most people are doing what. Everybody does get China to make it and then stamp your label on top of it. So explain that because you start you went into that without explaining. What he's mentioning is he's going so black that he's not just going to the first level. It's almost in, it's in tears and how deep it goes. So it's not just eating at a black restaurant, but the black restaurant has to get their products from a from a black supplier. Which goes back to the manufacturer, which is why in, in the episode he couldn't even he wasn't even driving. We gonna get though. We gonna get though. We gonna get though. So, so that's what I'm saying. So when you, you started with how deep is it going? So I think going back to what you're saying, he was I, I think he was going even further. Uh, as you mentioned, there is no more American made. So. So that's, I guess that's the problem with everything. So, again, talk about cars. We own a, a car dealership. Grant Walters racing the auto. 
He said he couldn't in the show. He said he couldn't use a car because it wasn't a black built car. But you can go buy a car from a black business, and that's still supporting the black community, right? Right. So, and just using cars, there's been no motherfuckers who aren't Asian making cars since the 1900s. Like you gotta think the same five car domestic car companies are the same ones that's been here since the inception of automobile industry. So, like, I I don't know how I don't know how deep you can. In some of these things, I don't know how deep you can truly go. You know what I'm saying? So, like it. Like I said, go back to the toothbrush. We buy black. You going to we buy black right now and buy black batteries or from a black. Now, did they go there and bore the um, metal, integrate the circuits to make the battery? Probably not. Motherfuckers not doing that in today's world. You buying batteries from China with your marketing with your, and stamping them with your brand. That's, how, that's just how the world works right now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. How I don't know how deep you can go nowadays, and I'll come back and say I don't know how deep you went in the past. So, like the one thing I will talk about, and we can talk more about, is food. I think food is the only thing that that you can make. You can be a part of the full manufacturing process. You have to be. Everything else, I'm not sure of for any relief. I mean, for any race. So that's kind of my thing. The food, I was shocked. At. I was really shocked at that. So, you know, I'll let you pick up and talk about that. No, I mean, so let's start at the beginning. <laughs> you already went to the end. Yeah. So let's 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 backtrack. It started with him trying to do everything just strictly black, and to show how uh, how far we've gotten. What I got, what I my take from it was, we've come so far from where we need to be. He couldn't even eat at restaurants. Uh, the store that he went to, he had to go pretty much Muslim to get his supplies. And like he mentioned, he didn't even have a, uh, it's not a black can opener around to open his, his groceries. And he was trying to make a trip from Atlanta to Athens. And people who are not familiar with Georgia know how white Athens is. Athens is whiter than white. Like You might still get lynched in Athens, honestly. But the fact that he was in a black city, although, yes, it is being gentrified. But he was in a black city and had that hard of a time. Shopping black, that speaks volume to our community. And I think that's what he was focusing on, and that was the light that was being shown. However much extreme it is, the light that's being shown on this was the obstacles that you have to go through as a black person shopping black. So much so you had to go to a website. Uh, it wasn't nothing that was, uh, you know, right in hand, although he could walk to us a, a few things. Uh, but it should not be that hard. I do like that he brought attention to the figures phone because I seen that a few months ago. And I was I was one who was like, who this nigga is? And the reason I said that because I thought he was doing a play on nigga. Who the hell have a company called Figure? So even from our cell phones to what we eat to where we shop to our restaurants, like everything, we are not investing in ourselves. And this was alarming in the documentary. So I think that, and we can talk about Killer Mike in this regard. So all of us. Motherfuckers are buying. We know you got a business. I got a business. Everybody's got a business. But I think what kills in today's world, and it goes to your point of desegregation, is convenience and cost. Like, motherfuckers aren't saying, hey, let me open up a grocery store. Hey, let me open up a whatever, um, a transportation store whatever, or a transportation company. Whatever it is, motherfuckers aren't doing that because why? When you can have Publix right around the corner, who's going to come? All the way to Bob's Farmers Market when they can just go to Publix. You know who do that, Jose? You know who do that, Chinua? You know who do that? I climb 
Rosenberg, because in their community, they have it. Yeah, so they have in their community. But you go on the highway, they have their own uh, transit system. But so let me ask you this. So that's a good point. But on the flip side of that is this. What we open in our community is successful. We just open. We don't look at the the totality because there is not a need. So like right now, we can go to the West End. Is how many black restaurants in a one mile radius? We can at least name four or five. Probably more. But there's no black grocery. Like who's thinking about opening up grocery? Who's thinking about growing? I mean, and who's thinking about opening up a grocery? Like that's kind of one of the you're things. This, but you're proving this point. So his point is because we haven't done our census is why our money is 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 fast. Completely agree. But I'm saying, how do you fix that when that's not a? So like, how do you fix that when that's not a thought? Like that's not a thought for any of us. Not opening up a grocery store and then shopping with black farmers and, and, and the meeting lines that he was speaking of. There are so many different ways in order for us to do it. So let's let's not go. So let's not go that low. Let's just start at the grocery store. So hold on, wait. We do have one. We have that uh, the one on Roosevelt Highway. The problem that we have even with her is that her hours are so crazy. But I mean, the whole point is in a black city, you only have one person who has a farmer's market. Right. In a black city, you only have one black grocery store that he can find. Right. So you had to like, go to the brothers. You had to go to the Muslims. You had to go to the Muslims. And why aren't People, so why are people graduating thinking about hey, oh, people want to be entrepreneurs? We all, uh, all of us, pretty much going to the same. That's coming up in his next episode, so I'm gonna spoil it for you. Okay, all of us go to the so this is where I haven't seen, I want to take them one at a time. All of us going to the same few little businesses, right? Like nobody's thinking, hey, I can make a million dollars selling growth. Stop, stop this thought process because that's literally going into one of his next episodes, which goes back to what I'm saying about the show in its totality. He has. And this is why it's essential and a necessity. As a black person, you must watch it. But as a nation, we all have to watch it. Because it, he breaks down all these different things that affects our community. And in this one, it's about buying black and how this is weak in our community. And these things go hand in hand. So this is a springboard onto everything else. Christianity, uh, what you're just saying, what we're looking for as far as job market, as far as brand, like all this stuff is he attacks in all six episodes. And you must watch it as a black person. But then let's focus back on what it is to buy black and how it should not. We have, we have letting it go to the point where we can't even go around the corner as we could at one time because we both grew up in that. We both were born early and grew up in the 80s and 90s. And it used to be a time you did have little corner stores. Over here we had Jenkins. We had Revis where you could just walk up to it and you go get certain stuff. We all had the corner stores, right? So I saw I had the, the gas station up the street, but you had a little spot that you was going. We had a little store in Lakewood. Remember the store in Lakewood? Yeah. That, before it got burned down, we had these state, we had these stores, and we led places like Kroger, we let Walmart, we let we went outside our community to get these different things. And so, these are the things that we must have and bring back. Because if you have a grocery store, you can go go meet, get meat from. I forgot what the line says, the Black Summer Lines. So you go to the Black Farmers, and you can get all these different things. And it goes back to, at the end of the episode, he finally got a meal because he had to go in Athens to a place that was the, the first black school that was pretty much the hub of their black community. And when he did that, she, and it was her cooking in there. And that's how he, he finally ended up eating. But it was, not only was it sad, not only was it alarming, 
But it was downright disgusting that as a as a people we've we've let it go this far. So of course, being in the city of Atlanta, black-owned city, we were talking about how hard, we were talking about how hard it is to find grocery stores, but how easy it is to find entertainment and things that are related to entertainment, such as clothing, accessories, grooming. So beauty and entertainment is where black economy shines, where black business and black economy shines. And so you combine the two. What better way to combine the two than a goddamn strip club? What Atlanta's known for, right? Which and and one of the things that you will see in the rest of them, the staple of this, like most of the most of the ideas that are being made, they're gonna come out of the blue flame. That's what they're gonna come out of. They're gonna come out the strip club, the blue flame, over there, off, over there in uh, uh, Bankhead. It's Donnelly Hollowell now, but that's where he do most of his work in it, over there in the blue flame. So. And even in the episode, you can see it was a it was an Asian girl dance. He was like, "I'm sorry, sweet. I'm doing all black for these three for these three days. So I need a black girl." And I thought that was just awesome. How you just even stuck to even then, your stripper need to be black, your weed, your car need to be black. Everything needs. Even to be black. when the dude tried to interview them, and he was like, "On oh, the white dude had to speak for him." <laughs> hey man, but that shit wasn't slick. It was funny because you were showing them love. Like, your point is valid. And I think that one of the points that we didn't talk about on the show, um, this is edited in. One of the parts we didn't talk about was that, or we minimalized was that he said himself, or even the Muslim said it, being black, supporting black doesn't mean you don't support anything else. It just means, hey, or I hate everything else. I'm just, I love myself. And so I think that that's ultimately the mindset you have to get into. And to his point, if you can't do one day black, just when you pass something black, if you're going to get something, if you're going to get a burger, go to v- Slutty Vegan or whatever. Just using her as an example. Go to a black burger place. If you, if you pass a black business and you're going to do something anyway, go on and stop in there and spend your money there or whatever. So that's the whole point. And it's not because you hate them or you're trying to say this. It's just because you love being black. And sometimes love come with a little extra cost with it. Exactly. And, and I think that's that. You're right. I forgot all about that. And then you notice when he clicked up with his white friends, white friends were like, well, can you even talk to me? He was like, well... It's just like uh, brought you fifty percent of it, so fifty percent of the business that they incorporated, it'll be a minority, which is true. I mean, and just like he said, like do you, when he talked to the white dude who owned the rich, he's like, man, you ain't got no black girlfriend, do you? Like, like again, he like who he talked to somebody else and she, oh, he like some white girl, he like her husband black. I forgot what service she offered, but he used it. Was it weed? Right. I forget what it was. He was like, but I had to get it because her husband black. Right, right. It was a bicycle, I think. Was, nah, I went to buy because he went to a black dude. Bicycle was a, was a brother with Dre. Yeah. Um, I forget what it was, but it was something because he said he was like, I I went on and did it because her husband black. I forget right. what it was. So, yeah. But but that's what you I mean, that's what we can be. That's what it should be. That's what it could be. That's what it could be. So, you could just start off with something as slight as that. And like you just mentioned, even if it's not, you may, some of them may be going out your way, but if you're passing one or you're passing up, go ahead and start through. You know what I mean? You can do that easily. The funniest part to me in that episode was a couple of them was when he was with his white pop. And like I like what he does with white people. He calls them allies, right? See, he don't de- he don't demonize all of them. You'll see that term more than, more than not. But when he was with them, and it was at the real spot, he was like, "Man, thank God, this is the only black restaurant that he's been able to go and to." And Buddy trolled him about, "Hey, I'm sure it's black." Y'all go ahead. <laughs> He trolled the hell out of it. Was like, I'll share everything is black. Probably the phone where he got it from. And even me, it might look like, oh shit. And then when he asked, like, hey, brother, 
And that's the, the I forgot the name, the alliance that they are. He was like, did this need come from there? And because was like, no, let me get it to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, it was so deep as even to see, you see niggas selling dope all the time. But the weed he's selling, like he mentioned, is probably coming from California and a white growth. Which is something I know you were interested in and, and trying to, you know, fast forward and before they make it legal here and get in the stores that like we were in Denver. But that's something to see in itself. He was trying to I find mean, to, to his point. To his point. So I think that one thing that we do <clears throat> as a big picture of what he's talking about, we retail. He's not necessarily talking about we retail, but we don't we don't produce. Right. So I think the thing that he's saying is, why aren't, well, he's not saying it. I guess the point is, why aren't we producing? What he's showing you. Why aren't we producing? And food, produce is the one thing that I think he's valid on. Now, all that other stuff, I'm a little, like, all the other stuff, stuff that has to be manufactured in the facility, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the world doesn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But the produce, I completely agree with that whole thought process on. So I think you're right as far as the produce goes, and I think if so like produce and meat, like food, I think food, I think that's something you can control, manufacture in the end. Because again, so, go ahead. Let's give tapes. So on the, the tape that you have in the summer, the tape that you have is the easiest way to do this in buying black and all this stuff is when it comes to food and when it comes to meat and stuff. That. The most realistically attainable. Yeah. So as far as um, as far as restaurants and grocery stores, that would be the fastest. That would be the fastest way to uh, build a black community you know, for us to shop with, correct? Not the fastest way. That's the most realistic way that you can go to the bottom level and from inception all the way through the full supply chain, and that can be black the full supply chain. So I think the only thing that, in my opinion, I think everything regarding itself for manufacturing, I think everything else is doable. I think it's not a problem for us to go get figure phones. Uh, but there are, he ain't making the phone. So that's what I'm saying. How deep do you go? He buying his phone from China probably. Listen, I say everything but manufacturing. So, but this. Oh, is okay. I get what you're saying. I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying yeah. now. Okay. So this is his company. So I think everything figures phones. I think talent twine watches. I think India shoes. I, I don't know what they do in China. Or oh, they make theirs. I think theirs are made. I think they make all their their uh, clothing. So Nigesh, uh clothing and shoes. I think um, shopping with uh, black farmers and farmers market and, and, and buying in black restaurants. I think you can do all those things. I think those are easy things that we can do. I think they're doable. I don't know how easy they are. Because, again, it goes back to cost and convenience. So again, are you going to come? When you, want some, when you want some vegetables, are you going to drive to Roosevelt Highway every time to get fruits and vegetables? Nah. I mean, I could. Again, that goes back to her hours. Why I can't. That, listen, in order to get it back on track, we have to have a, and this is the problem. This is how we got here. And it's time out for excuses, right? So, we can either roll up our sleeves and get it done or not because you take your ass to Seven Under and all you have to do is make a black version of Seven Under. It don't have to be no you. It don't have to Hold be on. Black. I passed Seven Under. So, the convenience part of it, true. Okay. So, if we had one on Roosevelt, you're not far from Roosevelt Highway. If we had one on, the, on if we just had 
if we had, if I were passing Roosevelt Highway and she were open, yes, I would stop. Her. So here's what we need. The, well, we'll get to what we need soon. No, I want to talk. About, I, I actually think I have a part of a solution for that. But go ahead. We need, we need more than one location. So let's say we have three locations: one for the south side, one for the east and the west. Right? Niggas on the north side, they just need to make the shot. We shouldn't be that far from home anyway. And, uh, <laughs> disagree with that, but okay. That's what nigga, you should say. You ran out here with them crackers, then make the track, make make the drive, motherfucker. But then there's other things that we can do, even things that I I have not done. So even though you may not have, like neither one of us, have, oh, we we have a black bank account, right? Neither one of us. Wait, what is this? First choice or first? I have choice? a ba- I have a bank out of Capital City, the old black bank. Okay, I don't have one. I, you can you can have your your. You, you can have your personal uh, check-in or whatever there, or your savings there, and then have your check-in with Bank of America until we flew it out of it. Like, there are things that we can do as a black community that we have not done, and, and it's not even as hard as we're making it out to be. And as he mentioned, this is what you can do. So you don't go to Roosevelt every day, but you can make it a Black Friday like he mentioned. Just on a, black, on, on a Friday, every Friday, just make it all black. That's what you can do. If, so, you, if you have the means, make it all black. Okay. So for most people... Being all black is just, hey, going to Prince's, buying, or uh, going to Chris, buying food, that's it. Going to Health for Essence or Viva La Vigo. Yeah. Okay. Is that good enough for you? That's a start. I mean, so it's just, it's just like when people say no contribution is too small. That's a start. If you've never been to Health for Essence, if you've never been to Viva La Vegan, a silly raw experience, a soul vegetarian, Oh, we say a vegan places. Even the place in Athens he talked about. Ultimately, he's supporting the black business. Now, where they get their food from is different. So, you know, that's that's a, that's another thing. But right. We're talking about right now, let's start, let's just start our building blocks here. Alright? So, right now, starting our building blocks. Just on Friday or on whatever day, one day out the week, whatever day is close to you, because you may work Friday, it'll be off Monday or Tuesday. Or it may be off Sunday. Whatever day is your easiest day, to be, if it's inconvenience, whatever, just do one thing black to start off and then make it one day and then take it from there. But when you go buy that watch, instead of buying a Movado or instead of buying a Fossil watch, just wait and, and add 50 more dollars and get Italian twine. Instead of getting some Air Force One, go get some knee gifts. Like, this is not as hard as we think it is, and that's online. This stuff is online, so you talk about convenience. Well, I think it's easy in some industries, man. So to to the point that, and that's why I say it was romanticized to a degree. Depending on how deep you want to go, which is the next point I, want, I, I was going to say, you can go one level deep, and it's very convenient. Like you said, restaurant oh, shoes, level. huh? So start at that level, and then maybe work your way. Yeah, so um, so I think if you can go one level deep, clothes, shoes, because it's a motherfucker out here who college part shoes used to be black on. You know what I'm saying? So you can go buy our match from College Park Shoe. They're still supporting the black business. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the question is, like, you don't have to change brands. If you are going to buy a, if you are going to buy a brand, find out, especially with clothing. So certain industries we're just in. There's a black business that's selling everything that white businesses are selling. The same brands, ETC, everything or whatever. Grooming. There's a million black motherfuckers got their own soap. Million black people got their own soap, on bottles, on this, on that, on that. Right. Can get that stuff. This that's why I was saying the shocking thing to me was the food. Yeah, we can go one level deep as far as food is concerned, but do we can we go to that second level? 
Same thing, like you like you said. I'm sure you can go buy a candle from a black business. How many? The bigger point is, and this is what I was saying. The country's point. How many motherfuckers are manufacturing can openers? You know what I'm saying? So like, so that's another level. So let's let's let's. let's but I think we have to get to that level. So it was, let's segue off of that, right? Let's segue off that level because that is some level we're not going to be able to. We're not going now. Let's just segue off of that. That's the goal. So it's just like everything else. You have a plan, right? You have a you have a West now, West you know, West next year, West five year, West ten years. So let's say for now, let's just go to one level deep. One level deep is you, as you mentioned, you can go get manufactured, go shop in the black shop, buy there. You can go online and go shop with black things. That's convenient. You don't have to go out the way to do that. If you go online instead, like I mentioned, talent find years and whomever else. Uh, ovation for men is a, I'm a fragrance lover. Ovation for men is one. I don't have it yet. But it is in my, it's uh, on my to-do list. Why don't you have it? That's another one. Huh? Why don't you have it? Not calling you out. I'm just curious. Why don't you have it? It's new, and I haven't had the sample of it yet. Okay. Um, I was supposed to get a sample of it, but they never sent it. And not him, but the guy who I know uh, who worked with him. Uh, so I, that's why. And, that, and I just learned of a couple more. Echelon is one. And uh, there's another one that's on V something, Vanderus, something like that. Uh, but those are some fragrances. Those are black. And you can get that like that. You can go there. So everything is not uh, vaga, Vagabond. Vagabond fragrances. And I think Vagabond is here in Atlanta. So we don't, just like we talked about Bird Box, motherfuckers not talking about Killer Mike. We should be watching Killer Mike if then has to get his numbers on Netflix. No telling what that leads to. We don't do that. We, just like motherfuckers talk about the new Jays, you can talk about, you know, the new whatever, just like we talk about Creed fragrances, we can talk about Vagabond, Echelon Innovation for Men. I mean, there's a lot of different things that we can do that we are not doing, and I think that is the biggest glaring thing that's to take away from this documentary, from this episode. So I think it's something different. So, And you've okay. seen all of them. I haven't. So that's what I'm saying. Here, you have to see, it's a, it's mostly, it's, it's a lot of satire. But he's, he's showing you, and he's teaching you. So, one of the biggest thing I got from it is we need to start rebuilding our community. How do we do that? Because we're here in America, we do that with finances. That's one of the things that we need to use. We need to bring back finances to the black community. And what do we should and how do we do it? What are some things that we can start doing? And that's what I got out of it. And it shouldn't be this difficult to go black. A lot of people say truly going black, but you don't really go black. Because that's why you probably can use the stove. I mean, you go into deeper levels. You can't use your toilet. Like, the way he was going manufacturing, of course, that was uh, that was over the top a little bit because you won't be able to use your toilet, you won't be able to use your sink, you won't be able to use your stove, you won't be able to refrigerate it, all that type of stuff. So manufacturing, no. But the basic and the small stuff, we don't even have the basic and the small stuff. And that's what we need to get back to doing as black people. So that's, why I, so that's the point I want to get to. And I'll tell you that before we get off. I think part of the problem is college or secondary education and so culture. Say, say that for the next episode. You're about to see it too. It's the next episode. You're going to see it. Well, I wanted to say this point and then I'll come back and correct it once we see the next episode. Okay. So I think that like going to college is good. We both believe in education, not just college, but if you're going, but a lot of our people, especially our young men, aren't going to be services and industries that are needed. So like you getting people who Probably shouldn't go to college. Who are going, who are going to college struggling? Are you getting people who we romanticize going to college and we don't romanticize vocations? Like getting away from vocations 
in school is one of the things that killed our community. On the low. You gotta really save all this, dude, because this literally is talking the next episode. Okay. See, you done seen it, so I want to talk my talk and then come back and correct it in the next one. But because you it's in my so here's the thing about why this is so so great for us. We literally preach this when we're not on Digital Dare and even when we're on the show. Everything he's saying is what we've observed. So if you listen to some of the stuff we're saying, we in line with it. It's almost like common sense. So you're literally gonna your thoughts on a lot of this stuff is literally gonna be in line with what he's thinking. So you're literally talking the next episode. So get off of that. All right. You'll see. You'll see. So let me ask you this. What was your biggest takeaway? Oh, what were some moments that stood out to the show? Because you said the one where the buddy was trolling him about the lot. He trolled him about the living, sleeping in the hotel with the lobster, and he trolled him about the soul food place. What other things stood out to you? Hilarious. Uh, the, the weed. Even go that thing to go as far as even diving deep into that stuff is probably not even from him, which is not because these niggas around here, we getting better and better. And it's starting to taste like devil around here. So... <laughs> You know this shit ain't just coming. Like you mentioned, I don't want no Mexican weed. You know this stuff isn't coming from around the corner. Uh, the fact of being in Atlanta, no, you're on the west side, too. And if you're on the west side, that's where all the nigga shit is. The black stuff is on the west side. Ain't no black stuff really on in East Atlanta. Ain't none in North Atlanta downtown. Ain't none really on the side. It's on the west side. And so, and that's why I think he could walk to some of that stuff. You know, it was a long walk. He could walk to some of it because he, he's on the west side. If you over here, you shit out of luck from the three trying to walk to the first black anything that you see. You walk to Soul Food. I mean, it's some places over there. I mean, they're just traditional places. That's on Cleveland fucking Avenue. I lived off of Cleveland Avenue. And I said, motherfucker, I'm over here on Jumbo Road. That's a walk. That ain't no... Abdul, what's the place next to Abdul that used to sell the burgers and stuff? Oh, these are my blacks. Yeah. Blacks been closed. But I'm saying, it's black on. It was open. It's a place over there now. It's a real. It's a um dude. Yeah, they got two five man over there. Exactly. So you got somewhere you can eat now. Jenkins still open. Ain't that on show? But Jenkins still open around here. Jenkins still open. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so there's you can walk. I can walk up to Jenkins. Exactly. Yeah, but, but it's not what it used to be. So it just showed. But there's still a place for it, and we need to we need to explore it. So let yeah. me ask you this. Because he did, uh, one thing that stood out to me, and not knocking him, because I think Killer Mike is a genius, and I really have. He's probably, I have the most respect for him out of any Atlanta cat in, in, in the game. Yeah, I have to do. Second, second to, as far as politically, only, you know, only person coming up probably next is Sahara Prince, I think, as far as his material. But, yeah, I agree. It's just interesting to me, like, he talked about how he opened businesses. The first business he opened was a barbershop, which, I mean, I know I'm assuming this is going into the next episode, but that's what most motherfuckers open. That's what, so I think as a culture, we, we value grooming looks and we open businesses in those areas, but we don't open businesses in the basics, the very nitty gritty basics. I'm sure that's the next episode from what you're saying. But Yeah, and let me ask you something else. You're opening to something where you can afford as well. So think about a lot of barbers start cutting hair out of their own house and they just rent a space to cut hair. All you need is a pair of clippers. It's just like basketball. All you need is a ball. Yeah, but uh, so I guess very few motherfuckers. Let me stop it. That's why you have, that's why cats open big landscaping. All they have is a lawnmower, weed whacker, and some headstrums. 
Agreed. But, uh, those careers most times, those industries most times are second choice. Very few motherfuckers are saying, hey, I want to go be a barber. Because you know the ones who do, like Twan from Third Chill Barbershop. Shout out to them. Like, he, right out of school, he like, man, I want to be a barber. He went to barber school and cut hair. You know what I'm saying? He been doing it long. Like, a lot of these cats done did different things and like, shit, I just be a barber. I'm good with my hands. Same thing with lawn and manicure. Most cats, whatever they done did, they done did. And now it's like, shit, I just be smart. Cut, get a lawn, get a lawn business. And get this a tip. My barber the same. Marshall over there on Boulevard. Marshall and Big. He the same way. He went to barber school and he had this thing. Now he been paying house over 30 years. Don't what I'm saying. But most of them in that shop probably were just like, I just be a barber. Like not saying they tried anything else, but it wasn't, it wouldn't have been like how Marshall would be like, you always talk about people we know how you can see in the yearbook or whatever when you ask them at a, at a age, hey, what you want to be? They be like, I want to be this. I want to be that. Those cats who like, hey, I want to be a barber. Not cats who like, I guess I'll just be a barber then. You know what I'm saying? So Right. right. And we've, we've come, going back to what you're saying and going to the next episode, we've come away from think, from that thinking. Like, there were black, little black, we're going to, damn, then you're going to draw me into that. No, let's not. We'll say that, but to, to so that. So let's get primarily to this. So back to what you're saying as far as black communities and then having different things in them. It's, it's not easy to open a grocery store. That's completely agree. I think it's just as easy to open a grocery store as it is a restaurant. Yeah, neither one of those are easy tasks, and you have to have capital for that shit. Motherfuckers open restaurants. I went to a black-owned, well, African-owned pharmacy last night, the Washington Road Pharmacy. It's been the most, as long as I can remember. How hard is it? I know a black girl who her and her husband own a pharmacy. So, like, you can get the shit done if you're trying to get it done. I just don't think motherfuckers are looking in that realm. I think we're not looking at that room, and as you can see, I don't think we have a lot of the resources to get it done. I, I, so that's where we could probably sit on the different sides of the fence. I think it's more mindset than anything else. I think it's that. Too, I mean, it's going to go to your point. Because, like, Killer Mike could have opened. Not saying he could open a grocery store just so he has however many barbershops he opened. But that wouldn't have been on his mind. T.I. could open a gar- grocery store, not knocking them. Not knocking anybody. I'm just saying, like, that's not your first train. When you think about starting a business, that's not most people's first train of thought. And that's what you're talking about. And we need to get back to that part as a community. Because, like, when we think of it, most people like, well, the community need. Let's be real. Black people, when they open the business, it's going to be a wick store. I don't even know wick stores are a thing anymore. But, you know, a barbershop, back when wick stores were hot. Check, cash, and place. Check, cash, and paste. All the little stuff. I mean, they take the same resource. You go. A wig store is a grocery store, just without the vegetables and fruits. Yeah. So you can do the stuff, just we don't have that mindset. And that's where I think the importance of this episode, that's what we needed to see. That's what we needed to hear. There was another, we know, but you haven't been paying attention because you've been worrying about getting your white this and buying your white that. You ain't been paying no attention to it. I don't think nobody think about, so I don't think nobody's thinking about buying your white this or white that. thing. I think most people at the, at the level we're talking about. I think most people thinking what's close to me, what's the cheapest. That, but that's the problem. So again, you're just reinforcing the. Not saying, I'm not saying this. Now I'm saying that's real world. Like I understand what you're saying, but again, that, this is why we needed the reminder. Okay, so let me ask you this. I mean, I know you got to go soon. Let me ask you this, Mama Three. Is you are you gonna ask her to drive halfway across town to pay more than she paid going to Walmart? 
It's moment three. Try halfway across the town and go get them fucking standing line. Go get them fucking ass Jordans. Mama three only working five days a week. She ain't working on the weekend. All we said was one day. So I agree with the one day part. I completely agree with that. She can go to Walmart Tuesday, but then how about on your off day Saturday, you go ahead and go down to Roosevelt and teach your children about some real groceries and how to look and all that stuff in the black one and, shop and spend that extra two, three, five dollars. Yeah. You can do that. I agree, agree with that. So again. So the one day takeaway, you hit on that and I, I minimalized it. I think that's actually a good idea. Just one and that's day. What you have to see about his whole thing. He's showing you, he's showing you all facts of, but he gives you the solution. He gives you the solution of it. The solution is okay. I know it's convenient. It's not convenient, and it'll be higher. That's why I'm not asking you to just stop everything. And he shows you what's the hardship, but let's stop everything and go all black. Not a lot is it hard to just do it on the surface, but then we're gonna go even further, go manufacturing. But we're not going to do that. That's why I only lasted for three days. So let's do this. Let's do one day a week. Let's just go black. And we'll start there. Let's not minimalize that. He's showing you what's the problem. And then he's giving you a... And this is the thing I like about Killer Mike. We just had a discussion when we talk about everybody talk about being an activist, but nobody have any solutions. He gave you a solution. The solution I, is, let's do it just one day. I think that's an attainable goal. And so... I'm I'm all about attainable goals. I think that's a very attainable goal. And that's what we should be doing. Tell them to tell a friend. <laughs> and then watch Trigger Warning. Check out Trigger Warning on Netflix. Digital Dance. Check out Trigger Warning on Netflix. One more time. Check out Trigger Warning, Killer Mike on Netflix. Doesn't matter what color you are, but if you're black, you get your revoke, your black car revoke if you don't watch it. Period. Make sure this this has been digital to Darren.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.